So um, plan making um, and uh, design based on experiential sort of evidence is one thing, but execution is, is quite another. And it's important of, of getting the, the strategic things right, the, the, the scale and the massing ideas, but also the detail. Um, and, you know, that, all that, as we know, is easier said than done um, because our design activities are playing out against a wider backdrop of issues, and these are just some of the things that are swirling around at the moment that are having um, an influence on, on the way that we plan and design. Of course, first and foremost at the moment, you know, delivering anything, cutting costs, maximizing value, and making projects stack up in, in economic terms. Uh, creating places of choice, not just places of last resort, people, places that people actually want to, to choose to live in. Creating low-carbon places um, that um, respond um, as best we can to the, the, the climate um, uh, change sort of agenda. Making sure that places have social infrastructure, then we're not just about creating housing, but we're about creating schools and health facilities that uh, can support these new neighbourhoods. Um, there's a lot of pressure, as we know, to get um, the right housing numbers, um, uh, and, and that can um, lead us down a certain path that negates housing quality. Uh, there's, there's a lot of at attention in, in this um, part of the world with the housing market renewal pathfinder project, for instance, for creating new markets in areas of low demand and creating mixed, ten mixed communities with uh, different types and tenures and supporting wider regeneration plans with you know, the primary care trusts coming together with the city authorities and, um, and so on, bringing you know, various stakeholders together. So it's a complicated business, you know, um, design as an activity takes place within um, the context of this broader backdrop. Um, and I suppose what we're looking at today is to um, advocate, if you like, a way of designing places that embraces this wider policy agenda and applies design um, in the widest sense to achieve social, economic, as well as environmental outcomes. So looking at the power of design, if you like, to realize wider, wider outcomes. Um, in so doing, there are sort of three preconditions. Um, first and foremost, people. Um, I think it can be sort of almost disempowering sometimes um, one can feel kind of powerless as an individual to change something when you're up against um, various policies or uh, you know, institutions with their set way of doing things. And yet if you look at any, any of the great schemes that we've, we've got in the cards there, it all comes back to people. Um, real you know, people with drive and imagination and creativity that have, that have made, made the difference. So people, a good design team, good developers, good decision making, people that are passionate about design um, and that seek to um, attain uh, the best standards in term, uh, by, by, by going for awards and so forth. Getting the processes right, this is something we'll be talking about later in the series. 
um, making sure that design thinking is embedded right from the outset and design features right through the process and that the design is managed in the appropriate way and um, selecting the right tools for the job, the right planning tools, um, for instance, uh, and that they're given teeth, they're, they're adopted, they're endorsed by the authorities and the agencies involved, um, and you know, design isn't marginalized as an, as an activity. Um, 